Just getting the live logistics uh, set up here, yeah. the live chat. Uh, drop us a hello, but we are at SEMA 2022. And we're going to be walking around talking to detailers, and we're starting with one of the most important in the industry, Prentice St. Clair. Prentice St. Clair is wow. not the face you see here. I'm turning the All camera right. around. There we All are. right. So Prentice has been in the industry yeah, probably as long as I have. Yeah, since full-time since 94, so. Oh, well, I'm 10 years ahead of you. Yeah. Uh, started in 82, actually. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, Prentice. But I did my first paid detail in 84, so. Oh, there you go. Right. Excellent. So Prentice is known as an educator in the industry, has been doing detailing education for a long time. You've been attending SEMA for, what, two, three uh, years probably now? Probably about <laughs> five or six years, yeah. Okay. It's been yeah. a while. And Prentice, like myself, we were on the first board of directors of the IDA. So what is the IDA? Because the people watching us are more the do-it-yourself or detailing. Right, right. So the International Detailing Association is a trade association that was set up in 2008-2009 to uh, cater to the detailing industry. It was set up by detailers, for detailers, about detailing. So we are the ones that support the industry through um, education, through uh, certification programs, um, through co consumer awareness. We have a nice website where yes. people can search for detailers. So that's what the IDA is all about. And what is the website? Website is www.the-ida.com. Very simple. Yeah, here we go. Yep. And, and if you come right into here, you see I'm all in. You look at member number, member number six. Yeah. Right? Founders Club. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All in. Yeah. So, and the reason I'm all in is because it's a really great organization. It's, it's led by a lot of great people in the industry, a lot of names you know. And they're all involved, including this guy right here, Ivan. He's, he's involved. He's been involved since the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So, so thank you, Prentice. You got and it. And what did you see at the show that striked you the most? Well, I really, I, uh, to be honest with you, I've been spending a lot of time walking around, greeting our IDA uh, members that are on the trade show floor. Yes. So I haven't had a lot of time to examine what's going on. Um, I think we're at a little bit of a plateau right now, although I will say that uh, rinse, rinseless washing and drying towels seem to be the real hit these days. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Prentice. You got it. Thank you. Have fun. Right. Thanks, Prentice. Yeah. All right. Pleasure meeting you, sir. Yeah. Um, so, Ivan, are we going to continue on here? Yeah, we're going to continue on, and Nick is going to interview Juan. Oh, I'm interviewing Juan. Yeah. Um, Juan hey. from the Rag Company? Yep. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, and I, I believe that we were just meeting here. So Get, get a little closer. Uh, he just was saying that he's seeing you know, a big surge in, in drying towels and rinseless washing. Um, we have a rinseless wash. Ivan's the rinseless wash guy. I'm not plugging any products here, but I just wanted to mention that. Are you seeing that as well? Demand for rinseless washing surging? And I only bring this up because he did. I, this wasn't a product plug. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm here with DIY detail or anything. Well, yes. I think you know it's it's uh, yeah it's getting it's getting to be that way. Um, as a detailer, I can tell you that yes, we do, we do more rinseless washes now these days and. I think rinseless watches have become like more popular, and I think before people didn't really understand the process of it. So. What are you seeing trend-wise in the industry? I mean, Rag Company has been built into one of the biggest companies in terms of you know well-respected and and just your impact on the industry. So you see a lot of things. What what are you seeing trend-wise in terms of um, what people are looking for out there and, and what products are, are doing these days? I think what people are looking is just like uh, any, I mean, like myself, what I'm looking for is something that makes my, my job a lot easier. 
but still not cutting down the quality. Mm -hmm. So, you know, having microfibers like the rag company is actually going to be a, a great asset to my company. Like drying towels, for example. Let me show you right here. Let's go. Come on, guys. This is like one of my favorite microfiber towels just because, you know, I mean, look at it. This is heavy. And normally when we have a microfiber, we're going to just mic him up because one is a soft speaker. It's my throw. I've been talking to a lot of people right now. So I was like, ah, that fourth day is like, I'm done. But nevertheless, you know, microfiber towels, you know, like this one is the 1500. This one, it's an absolute, you know, you must have to have it. And it's like this one, it's got the, the twist loop on it. And I do a lot of high-end vehicles. I do a lot of coatings and a lot of drying. So we normally, when we get, when we dry a vehicle, you know, you always lose, I mean, you always have to be drying like two or three different towels. But this one, I can dry a whole Suburban and no, not a, a drip of water coming out or a streak. So this is a, a fantastic towel. So this is what I use on my shop. And this is what I've been recommending to all my friends because like I say, I don't just work for, for the company. I actually own my own detail shop and I also train people all over the world. I mean, I go to other countries and, and I teach them the benefit of saving time. Saving time is a must because that makes you money and buying the right products like the rack company, like the 1500, it's a must. Thank you, Juan. Thanks, Juan. Should we move on, Ivan? Yeah. Gonna grab the microphone. Grab the microphone. Uh, this year, the Overland experience has been huge, so you see that behind us. Um, let's meander, guys. We have been here for four oh, days, fun. and I'm telling you, it doesn't right stop. Like, you could just continue to walk around just one hall of SEMA, which we have done. There's multiple halls. This is sort of the detailing-centric hall. Um, our friends over at Koch Shemi here. We've got turtle wax behind us uh, over there. And I'm just sort of looking around, seeing what we see. Ivan, chime in, sir. What are, you, uh, what are you liking at SEMA this year so far? Well, SEMA for me is always about the people. And actually, speaking of people, this is a guy that really hates being on camera, so let's go grab him. Oh, my gosh. Ivan's taking us on an adventure. Mr. Perch. How are you this morning? Good morning? We're live on YouTube. Are we? How do you yes, feel about there that? There you go. That's fine with me. <laughs> so Mark is from Australia. You can sort of tell by the accent. He's got a small accent, not much. Just, just a little bit. Yes. So how have you liked the SEMA experience this year? Hold on, Mark. What is your company? Who are you with? Okay, so we're, my company's Carcareco, and we're the Australian distributor for quite a number of brands, for the Rad Company, P&S, Ethos McKees, um, so we've been doing that since 2018. Yeah, and he has a really interesting distributor distribution model. He's the master distributor, and then he has dealers all over the country because Australia is huge. If you look at the map, look at it, it's a big country, but they only have 30 million, 32 million people. You're very generous there, Ivan. We've actually got, I think, about 26 or 27 million. So those of you in the U.S., think of it this way. Big country, less population than California. So he has to be spread all over the country, and he's done that with a dealer network, which is an incredible way of doing things. Yeah, well, basically, I look at my deals and my sales team. So yes. I've got an incredible bunch of dealers. Um, we all have the same ethics, the same ideas. We all go about our business similar ways. Yeah. Everyone works well together. Exactly. And for me, I can bounce, bounce my ideas off my sales team, which are my dealers. Just works really, really well. Excellent. And what have you seen at SEMA that has captured your attention? Well, as far as as far as the, the products, the car care products, what's captured my attention is the amount of wrap 
and PPF companies here. Yes. Which is not the same when I was last year in 2019. To me, that's probably the biggest difference. Right. There, there were probably more general supplies in general, um, but the PPF and the wrap industry is, is what's really grown, obviously, in the last in the last three years. Excellent. Thanks so, a lot, Mark. No worries. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, Thanks Mark. We're just doing a, a survey of SEMA here as we continue to meander through the West Hall. Ivan, let's talk about the Overland experience. Overland? Overlanding, Overland, uh, however you want to put it. Let's just look at some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about detailing in a second. Let's just look at some visually awesome uh, vehicles here. So the Overlanding experience is amazing. And as you can see, it's taken off. Uh, there's a lot to do in this industry. And there's a lot of really interesting concepts. People are taking Jeeps. Uh, we saw someone with a Porsche with a tent on the top of it. Uh, you know, they're taking Tacomas, Broncos, everything you want will have, you can take it off-road, you can go camping anywhere you want to go. I love how you're a spokesperson for them. They're looking at you like, hey, who's this guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are another person with a camera at SEMA, and yeah. this is just eye candy for days. Yeah. Anybody out there um, have experience with vehicles like this, like to go camping? I had a detail customer once who had a, uh, a big YouTube channel, Swell Runner, and he yeah. was really into Overland. Overland? Overland. <laughs> we'll say Overlanding. Overlanding. But, you know, you've yeah. got, in the back of a pickup truck, you have a tent that's designed for the pickup truck with an air bed, the whole thing. The pump is even incorporated into the bed. So, really I mean, interesting. You know a thing about modding out a big vehicle with your LaCroix Cruiser bus. What do you make of all of this compared to what you do? Well, this is a lot more affordable, and a lot of people already have the pickup truck. They already have the Jeep. They already have what they need to do it. They just need to add a few little accessories, and at the SEMA show this year, those accessories are everywhere. Uh, let's actually, if we want to see a real overlanding rig, the European-style overlanding rig, they have one in the back corner here of this booth. So our tour guide, Ivan LaCroix, is going to take us there. Come on down. All right, we've got one viewer here on uh, on YouTube. How are we doing on this Friday morning, Friday afternoon, depending on where you are? Nick McGurk and Ivan LaCroix from DIY Detail. Having a great time. It's so fun to see some of the innovation out here in the detailing space and then realize just how massive the automotive industry is. Um, can you let us know in the comments if the audio is okay? We've got a couple of wireless mics attached to the iPhone here, and I'm hoping that everybody can hear me okay. I'm gonna to try to keep the camera stable, give you a sense of what we can see here at SEMA show 2022. And here's your host, Ivan LaCroix. So van lifing is also a very popular thing. We have two van concepts here, but behind us we have sort of an adaptation of the European style overlanding rig. Okay, I'm gonna look at this first. I'm gonna keep it steady, give you a nice steady shot here van life. How's it going, guys? Great. Morning. Morning. Very cool, very cool. Then over here, like I say, is the European style, but they modified it by using an F550. So something we can get here in North America, we can get parts for, but a lot of people were importing ex-army trucks, things like that, and putting boxes like this on it. 
Uh, this manufacturer builds these boxes. It's great. They can kit it out exactly how you want it. And uh, a lot of fun. So overlanding is, it's a growing thing. Actually, we have a, a representative here, I think. Do you want to talk on our oh, live stream? Oh, are you a detailer? With field band, Andre. Okay. This is his right here. Okay. We're but just anyway. on the fly here. We're on yeah. the fly. We're so just we're enjoying live, so. the... Thanks. Yeah. All right, we got box manufacturer here. There's a lot going on here that I don't know much about, but I think it is fantastic to look at. So we have Andreas here, who is from Box Manufacturer. Good morning. The, yeah, this matches your logo, so it must be you. Uh, so we're live on YouTube. Just We're actually a detailing channel, but we're going through seeing what the rest of SEMA is about. And I, uh, I, live, in, I live in a tour bus, yep. so I travel. Nice. I'm full-time. I live full-time. But these overlanding rigs are incredible to me. Yeah. what you guys are doing with these. So this can be put on just about any chassis that you want? Yeah, almost. So it must be strong enough to carry the weight. That is the important part of it. I just want to um, make sure we're, we got him mic'd up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass this off. Nothing worse than uh, uh, choppy or, or bad audio. audio. There we go. Uh, so Andreas, give us a sense of well, what you were talking about here. Yeah, it all starts with the selection of the chassis. Um, in this case, it's a US chassis, Ford F550, but we also build on military chassis, Unimog chassis, or yes. European truck chassis. Yes. Um, so it's uh, basically defining the length of the box. So if you have a smaller chassis, most probably the box will also be a little smaller. Six by six chassis, a little more. Yes. Customer decides everything, shape, size, interior options. So we have full custom builds. Yeah. Um, we are one of the largest in Europe, build 150 vehicles a year. Yes. Um, have our own panel production. So we, from scratch, can really do everything for the customer. Right. So this is a, a frameless build. In other words, the, the panels, Somehow, the panels, the become panels there. are yeah. glued together. We press the panels. The doors and hatches are already part of these walls. Yes. So they are part of the uh, first vacuum process. Yes. And then we assemble the box and yeah. then the aluminum corner protection goes over it, but it's not a structural frame. Right. Mm -hmm. And this compared to the North American style RV. <laughs> no, yeah, the North American RV is maybe not a fair product to compare with. Yeah. We would need to look into the other overland builders. Right. I think the beauty is really the insulation values. We have 60 millimeter walls, 100 millimeter floors, so yes. really thick insulation. Exactly. We have a full floor heating. It's a hydronic heating system. Yes, the same full, thing in my bus. It's with amazing. With a full floor heating. Yeah. You see the towel heaters here as well, so we can nicely integrate um, features like that, just comfortable. And the goal is always ultimately to have a livable yes, product exactly. that people can move in and enjoy the time. Right. Towel heaters? Yeah, for sure. Tell me about those. So, yeah. the hydronic system, basically, you've got hot water flowing throughout the vehicle. It's diesel-fired in this case. Yes. Yeah. So, diesel-fired, and then, basically, the water is just going through here, keeping your towels warm all the time. And this entryway is actually the shower of the unit. So, space-saving, you close this door, you close this door, and now you're actually in the bathroom. Correct. And you, you have the shower drain right under it here. So amazing engineering, extremely well built, can take just about anything and can go just about anywhere. Yeah. The, the most important thing is really what is the customer planning? Yes. Where do they want to go? Where do you need your space? We have families. We need bunk beds. We yes. have uh, single people traveling around with office. Uh, yeah. Place. So it, it really doesn't matter for us. We want to make it as good as possible for the customer and customize everything for them. Excellent. Well, thank you, Andres. You're very welcome. Have Thanks a great day. In. And let me just take our microphone back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks thank a lot. You, thank you, sir. 
Oh, vielen Dank. All right. So let's go back to some detailing here. We've got one viewer on here, Ivan. Let's talk to the people. Why are they not watching us? I don't know. Maybe we don't have the right settings, but nonetheless, it'll be uh, as our DIY detail podcast today. So it'll still be on YouTube for everyone to see. So even though we have only one live viewer, we'll get more viewers later. Is there a way to unclamp this? I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, to me, it feels like a more jangly experience than holding it. But anyway, all right, let's continue on the detailing experience. I'm Nick, your host now for the yeah. live stream on this Friday morning here at SEMA 2022, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, what's up, brother? Should we talk? We're talking to detailers live on YouTube. We have one viewer. Do you feel like chatting with us? Sure, why not? All right, David, I met you a couple years ago at the uh, Kotchemi event in Atlanta. Yes, sir. Um, you've been in the industry for how many years? Not about 28, give or take. Used to work for McGuire's? Yeah, a long time ago. McGuire's 3M. Yeah, so you've been in the industry for a while. I'm gonna mic you up here. Okay, sure. um, what What do you think of SEMA this year in terms of trends? In terms of the vibe? Um, you know, we're kind of a, a DIY channel, so mm-hmm. more enthusiasts, car care folks. But sure. we have a lot of detailers who follow us as well. And just curious, like some of the OGs, what do, What do you think about the um, about the SEMA show so far? I think it's been great, uh, considering everything we've been through over the past couple of years, where we had definitely a slower traffic uh count this year has been a what i consider a really good rebound a lot of people have been coming around a lot of people looking for information a lot of people coming and looking for new product lines as well as new product lines a lot of new companies coming up with really cool looking products that uh go after that not only the professional detailer but looking for the prosumer yeah. So I think it's uh, it's more growth in the industry. You, that's never a bad thing. What you're talking to people. What are you hearing from them? What are they asking for? What are their concerns? What generally do you make of it all? The intangible. I've been in the industry for decades. That sort of context. I think the people, for the most part, most of the guys are looking for something that's going to up their game and make their job easier. So they're looking for innovative products. What's new? that's going to help me in my business. What's new that's going to help me cut down on my time. And uh, we hear those every year, but more pronouncedly this year, because I think that there's a lot of confusion. If you look at everything and you put it up against a wall, it would be a wall of confusion with the amount of stuff that you can actually get your hands on. You'll never go through it in a year and find your one spot. You're going to be a mishmash of things. Yeah. uh, but basically the same thing, the same concerns we've all had when yeah. we started. What do I do? What do I use? Why do I use it? So, um, so what would your good. advice be to the DIYer out there, someone who has heard of a lot of the brands, they kind of know how to detail, but they're looking for more prowess. What advice would you have for them? Look for a product from a trusted source, from a source that has been around and understands what the detailers needs are because at one point in time they were a detailer Mm -hmm. and they are designing and or uh, promoting products that are going to allow you to do your job easier and let them do the homework and you take advantage of that and take advantage but but not in a way that is no no take advantage of the knowledge that they'll bring to you Okay, so you're listening to the customer and they get to listen to you. Absolutely. If I love not, that. If not, it's not a two-way street. You'll ne- you're that. never going to improve and they're never going to improve. And that's why we want you to comment <laughs> on this video. It's a two-way street. Ivan LaCroix has been in it for decades and we hope that we can bring some of that expertise to you. Ivan David, and I go back a long ways. I, you Great do? to see yeah. you. Congratulations. Good to see you, Be well. Thanks, man. All right. Appreciate you. Um, we're going to continue. We're going to move and groove.
Yeah. I'm going to switch it around. And uh, I'm going to be interviewing Kevin Davis. And Michelle Davis. So. <laughs> A lot of folks know each other. Yeah, exactly. Relationships across all brands. But I love how we talked about find a brand you trust because oh, you can't even hear me because you got the mic over there. Right, but we have Michelle and uh, and Kevin Davis here. So uh, probably gonna put it on her. We have one viewer on YouTube live, so this is big time, guys. Oh, we're live. We're live. All right. I may or may not have done this before. Yeah. A couple of times. Kevin and Michelle own a number of brands, but related to the detailing industry, they have the one that, you know, is near and dear to your heart. It's your your little baby. Started it all. Detailer's Mm -hmm. Helper. Yep. And Detailer's Helper is an incredible tool to help your efficiency. You can describe it better than I can. Well, we know you, I mean, your whole thing is efficiency, right? Teaching these guys how to be faster and all that. So when I started detailing, I couldn't find something to carry all the crap around. Like every other trade, electricians, plumbers, pretty much anybody that does construction wears a tool belt. And I was like, where are the tool belts for detailing? And there wasn't one. So I created one, um, sewed it myself on her sewing machine. Yeah. We prototyped it, then we patented it. And so it, it's great. We You can save anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour on yeah. a detail. And so it pays for itself in a couple of days or a couple of details, actually, for yes, most people. Yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, you have one flaw with them, though. Yeah. They last too long. <laughs> yeah. True. They're, they're, they're as, as, a, well as a manufacturer, that's very difficult <laughs> when you only need to sell one every six years. Yeah, yeah exactly. We have guys that will email me, like, I've been using this for six years, nine hours a day, and it still looks great. I'm like, yeah. thanks. Right, <laughs> <great>. <laughs> so, you know, I don't... <laughs> And this is why we have other products. Yeah, this is why we have other brands that have consumables. And, yeah, yeah. And all that. So, yeah, it's good. So, other brands related to the detailing industry? We have, I mean, we have janitorial, RV. We're in the off-road industry, yeah. so we do that. I have some consulting, real estate. I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, yeah. and I'm a little nuts. So, right. I guess those things go those hand in hand. And Michelle, now, she's a very special person, you know, as you can Obviously. tell. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> And you know he's uh, you're, you consider yourself her arm candy. But anyways, I am right. Yeah, <laughs> I heard you say that many times. But Michelle has a very special designation here for SEMA. She's probably the woman that's been involved in the most SEMA featured builds. So tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I have been very fortunate. I this is this year was the unveiling of my fourth build. So that was at five showings because one of my builds was in two of them. But um, your personal build, the, by yeah. the way. Your genes. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the first one. So yeah, the very Sugar first, High. Yes, yeah. the very first one, Sugar High, uh, Kevin and I did together. And that that's obviously the baby. That's my most special one. And that was in two years in a row. And then I've done three other builds with All Girls, or I'm sorry, it's Girl Gang Garage. Yeah. And uh, so we just finished our uh, reveal on Tuesday of that one. That was called Iron Maven. And um, that was, yeah, that was pretty incredible. The reveal was insane. There were so many people you couldn't see the car. So Excellent. We've yeah. been really fortunate to be involved in you know, the off-road world, hot rod world, detail world, you know, classic yeah. car world and all that. So exactly. we kind of we run around all over. And what have you seen at the show that captured your attention? Uh, to be honest, we've been so busy seeing people that I was actually just <laughs> thinking, I'm like, I, we haven't even looked at the cars or anything. Yeah. So today I'm hoping to get some peeks around at some of the things. I, of course, love to see the Jeeps and stuff yeah, and what's exactly. going on with that. Yeah, well, so. you're in the right place here. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. was noticing over your shoulder. I'm like, oh, we got to check some of that out. <laughs> yeah, because this is more overlanding than they got rock crawling in the other yeah. South Hall and all that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Thanks very much. We'll see you at the next show. See you. Yeah. So good to see you again. And I'll take our mic yes. back. There we go. Thank you guys. Uh, Thank you. Oops, caught on my. Yeah, you get. I can't see.
Sorry, she has to keep it now. Yeah. Candid moments behind the scenes. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to continue looking on. Hey, Ivan, can we go talk about the Rolls Royce of chairs? The Rolls Royce. where I think you want to go. And they happen to have a really cool hot rod in their booth, too. Uh, hey, Ivan, since you know a little bit about everything, why don't you act like you're the expert and tell me all about this hot rod? Well, it's a 12-cylinder Jag engine that's in it. Uh, beautifully done. They have the, uh, you know, the multiple carb setup, which is amazing. So, uh, Hillebrand style. Uh, oh, in induction tubes, that's the word. So, really fun. But we're here for the chairs, and should we should we ha should we have them explain it to us? We can. Yeah, let's do that. How's it going, brother? Good morning, Christopher. So yeah. we're with DIY Detail. We chatted earlier this week, uh, Christopher. Can we interview you about about Viper? We're live on YouTube, by the way. Well, actually, I did the I did the last interview. Why don't you do? All right, this we'll one. Do that. Um, so just so you guys know. Oh, watch the mic. You got, you're all over the place. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm the quality control guy. Uh, Christopher, so I came by, you know, with uh, earlier this week, and we chatted about these Viper chairs, and yeah. I was, like, in love. So, first of all, Christopher, you have a background in kinesiology. Correct. You have a, a, a grandfather who was in trade work, and we talked yeah. about your why. Yes, yes. You're really trying to help people. Maybe tell me a little bit about your chairs, and then we can go into yeah. a little bit about what you guys are about as a company. Yeah, I appreciate that. So what we uh, what we built here is basically we, we all know people who have been using chairs, uh, those little Harbor Freights, some of the chairs that tip over and then they can cause some workplace injuries. And so what we want to do is we want to mitigate that. And so we've decided to make a chair that has a wider base. Uh, this is going to be, for instance, our Robust Steel Max with a quick height. Uh, and this, this actually has height adjustment. So with this little lift, the chair will go up. And with this little lever, the chair will go down. So this, we have different models, different height systems. Um, we have an elevated steel max to our right. Uh, and then also, this would be what I would suggest for detailers, for individuals that are working um, at lower heights, and they need to uh, make sure that they have proper ergonomics in the workplace. So with this seat, you could actually detach it. And so one of our thoughts was, is if you can see, I'm, I've been kneeling on Swiss tracks, and it doesn't feel very good all day. So we, we, we wanted to make sure that we could think of everything possible to take care of trade workers, anyone that's working in the industry, automotive, uh, fabricators, welders, uh, even this is starting to get into healthcare, you know, even military as well. So we just want to make sure that we take care of trade workers because why haven't we innovated things when we have, I mean, there's nothing on this chair that couldn't have been made 40 years ago. So it's about time we take care of trade workers because every single one of you guys are fighting. You're the ones working longer hours. There's less people in the workplace and the workforce. So you guys deserve it. You talked about seeing your grandfather yes. at one point reach for a screwdriver under a, under a car, and, and there felt like a, a like a loss of dignity there. And that, yes. I remember you telling me that story. Yes. Could you could you go through that? Because yeah. I think it says a lot about what you care about as a, as a company. Yes, so when I was younger, about, let's say about 12 years old, my grandfather, I remember one day he walked over and he just said, I just, for whatever reason, my knee's bugging me. I had dropped a screwdriver and it rolled underneath the tool tray or tool, uh, tool chest. And so he said, Christopher, you know, he can get down and go get that. And so I went down and I got it for him. But I just remember seeing like, as he was aging, he, he's losing his pride a little bit more every single year. And so these chairs, these, these things were not out then. But I know that I've had conversations with customers and individuals that have reached out to me and been like, hey man, I'm 68 years old, 
I can't detail my car anymore. You know, and then he gets a Christmas present that gives him back not just the chair, but it gives him back life. It gives him back time, right? And when you can give somebody that, it's priceless. And that's, that's what we do. These are super comfortable chairs. Uh, this is where the industry trade show. Do you ever do anything where we could brand this as like a DIY detail chair or is it Viper all the way? Of course, so we actually, I'm gonna grab another chair over here. So something we can do, we can actually do custom branding. So we can actually, on the, on the actual chairs, I can do custom logos and I can capture your branding if you're a business. Um, we can match top stitching around the seat, the, ba the Viper backrest, and we can do some colors for you guys that can help you match and brand for your company. So there's a lot of detailers probably watching that. Maybe they're not interested in that, but now you get that, that plug out there. I don't know, that's not a bad word, but is it you get your you get to get your uh, awareness out there. Uh, let us know in the comments, do you want a Viper chair brand as DIY detail? Just ideas always percolate in my head. But um, Christopher, where can they find you, sir? They can find us at viperindustrial.com, and we are located in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Are you a Packers fan? I am a Packers fan. I'm sorry, man. It's been a rough year for it's, you guys, huh? It's been a rough year. Hey, talk about this. You, you're repping some Kachemi stuff. We yes. talked about this as a possible... Um, look, what I loved about this chair is you've got this in case I knock into a $400,000 car. Correct, correct. So we put rubber stripping on not only this chair, but if we look over here, we also have rubber stripping on the backrest of all the chairs so that way some of that sometimes these chairs can roll pretty good and what we don't want to see is that if you have a high high luxury end vehicle and you have a nice client you don't want to have to give them a call and tell them you left a dent in their vehicle um, so these can be fitted with a tool tray and over here we have a sidekick so the benefits of the sidekick that he is using I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin you over so we went as intricate as we possibly could we've got cup holders that can be removed if you need to have a larger spray diameter bottle um, and you can place those back in drinks nuts bolts holders the detail brushes, just simple intricacies that all of you guys deserve. On the other side, if I rotate this, not only can this hold rags, spray bottles, but it can also hold power tools. The width of this is meant to hold any power tool, socket drivers, impact wrenches, uh, and it can be hung by the battery or the shaft of the actual tool. So these chairs, the two that I'm sitting on, these are fixed height uh, at 17 inches. This one's 19 inches. And with the quick height, you guys can go up from 19 all the way to 24 inches. All right, Christopher, we're going to keep it moving, but thanks Sounds for your great. time, brother. Always I'm going to grab this from you, and uh, we'll be back. So, thanks, man. All right. Uh, obviously, you can tell Christopher is just a great dude, and I loved his origin story. He's also a Marine, so... Uh, thanks for your service. Yeah. Chris, you served in the Marines, right? Thanks for your service, brother. Yeah. But, you know, when you just talk to somebody, and you just feel the good energy, and you can hear him wanting to represent trade workers and their dignity... I just love that. So it's so fun to meet the actual people uh, behind behind these companies. Now, Ivan, uh, as the expert on all things, what are we looking at here? We're looking at color-changing wraps and PPF. And that's a really emerging part of our industry, as someone else mentioned before. Uh, it's just really great, and it's a lot of fun, too. So you can really, really customize your vehicle to whatever you want it to be. So if you want your Ferrari to be pink, by all means, have it pink. If you want your Lambo to be color changing, you can make it color changing. And if you want your Godzilla to be anything you want it to be, you can. This is incredible. Can you imagine driving down the street in this, the looks you'd get? Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is Ivan LaCroix's daily right here. Yeah, no. My daily is a bus. Uh, but anyways, no, we're just having fun at SEMA. And we've been doing this for what, half an hour now, I think? Half an hour. This show's not over, Ivan. Come on, see oh, the come moment. On, yeah. Come so, on, let's go see other stuff. Come on, so, let's, let's do this. 
So this is the backside of the booths. This is the seedy underbelly of SEMA. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, a little bit less interesting, actually, on this hallway. But this is where folks walk around. And then the West Hall continues all the way over there. Uh, through here is where you enter. If you'd like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or any restaurant food, good luck. Half an hour wait. No suit today. How are you doing? We're live on Fa we're live on not Facebook, YouTube. Okay. Okay. So, okay. SB three, we love their branding because it's the same color as ours. Uh, <laughs> red, black, and white. Yeah. Rob, I'm gonna Could, mic you up here. Yeah. 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 There you go, yeah. man. There we go. Up. So, what's the show been for you so far? It's been great. It's been great. It's it's a little different in the new hall. Um, yeah. But it's definitely got the vibe still. I'm loving it. It's picking up. Last year was a little slow. This yeah. year, it's a pretty good show. You've had a chance to walk around. A little bit, just a little bit in this hall. And did you see anything that really captured your attention? Ooh. Oh, yes, I did. The Roops, new Roops LHR 75. The yeah. Battery operated. The three one. inch, yeah. Feels great in the hands. Mm -hmm. uh, love the design. I can't wait to get one. That's the one thing that I saw so far that really grabbed my attention, for sure. Very good. Yeah. How about you? People. I'm always here to see people. So that's mm -hmm. what it, that's, mm -hmm. that's who I am. I feel like, you know, that's part of the thing here yep. is not is learning what's coming out then also networking with other like-minded people and exactly. taking that to your business wherever it is yep. and implementing it something exactly. that you would never normally hear exactly and so. as a pro detailer is it a necessity to come to see him 100 percent. yeah I, I would say 99 percent. just because you, again you're going to learn stuff you're going to see stuff and then the stuff's going to come to you that wouldn't normally come to you when you're in your bubble you're, you're you know, you're nine to five and all that. You got to step out of it, think a little bit, and then your business can grow. So Excellent. all of our business can grow and learn something. Well, I have a very serious question. Um, since we're black, red, and white, should we be rocking the red nitrals? Like I've never. Yeah, seen I mean, before. you you gotta you gotta coordinate it, man. It's all about SEMA. It's all about SEMA. You gotta. It looks future you know, to me, I'm, but I'm, just saying. I'm thinking <laughs> you know, put an SB3 logo right here. You know, might go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, sir. Hey, man. Good seeing you, man. Y'all have yeah. a great show. You too. Thanks, Rob. All right, that was Rob Craven with SB3. Look at us being friendly to all the brands. We are out here at SEMA, and that's what it's all about. Lots of really good people. Obviously, people are selling product, right? And that's part of what they're doing. But seeing the people behind these products is really fascinating. And all of the eye candy, including this bald gentleman here, is just uh, its fantastic. <laughs> Ivan's like, shut up, Nick. I'm bald, yes. <laughs> or are you talking about the other guy? Oh, okay. Um, just because you don't have a good hairstyle doesn't mean. Hey, I aspire to the mustache. Um, what's up, Umberto? First from Puerto Rico. Little do they know that we're live on YouTube. Yeah. Ivan, one word to describe SEMA. Fun. It's, you know, for me, it's always been to meet people, to, to see, you know, what's new in the industry is part of it, but it's more the networking and you know, saying hi to old friends and meeting new friends. So that's all part of the SEMA experience. Of course, the cars are really cool. Uh, and, you know, in the detailing hall, we don't have as many of the cars. In the hot rod area, of course, you've got some really wild builds, but uh, always lots of fun coming to SEMA. I would like to go showcase that new Rupes tool, the well, three-inch cordless. It yeah. is so fun. Uh, Rob Craven just mentioned how much he loved it and... Well, I think it's awesome. We're just a couple well. booths away, so. All right. Now, if we were editing this, we could fast forward, but we can't fast forward. Times four, fast forward <laughs> speed. Yeah. But we can maybe walk a little faster, though, Nick. Well, I'm I'll, I'll let you walk fast. I'm trying to keep the camera nice and steady for the people. We have 35 people watching, which is 
fantastic. And I don't think that I can see comments or no. they pop up and they go away. So if you guys are trying to engage and I can answer questions for you, I apologize that I don't see them. But uh, but we'll IK come back Fomers, after. Available yeah. now on DIYDetail.com. Actually, should we chat with the good folks here? Yeah. I mean, we sell the stuff. Let's, let's we're at a trade show. Here we go. Hey, Sunday Best Auto Detailing. How's it going? Um, got the IK sprayers, the IK foamers. Does anybody want to chat from IK? We're live on YouTube right now. Okay. I can snag him from Prentice with the first one on our... Can we grab you live on YouTube? With the DIY detail channel? Um, this is the car at SEMA that is constantly being foamed. Good. How you doing, sir? We're DIY Detail. Uh, we do happen to sell your products on our website, so why not? Um, but let's talk about IK Foamers. We're live on YouTube. You know, there's a lot of sprayers and foamers on the market. Can you show us what they do and tell us why yours are awesome? It's difficult, eh? Because we have a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what do you want to start? I want you to show me the good stuff. Well, What's new and exciting? Uh, how many times has this car been home this weekend? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Vegas doesn't rain, because <laughs> it's going to be like bubbling for, uh, for the rest of its life, you know? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, we are uh, launching a couple of uh, new things that I think that are the most important things to, yes. to, to double-check today. Uh, are the, uh, the triggers, the mini one, we have changed... We have modified the ergonomy of it. You know, a bunch of detailers were complaining about, uh, you know, it's kind of painful when you are pulling the trigger. So we just soft this part. We make uh, an upside down sprayer. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, especially for detailers, PPF guys, window tinting. And we make it a little bit smaller because, uh, you know, um, most of them, they were reaching difficult areas in the car, so that will allow them to to reach them. Apart from that, well, I don't know if it's charged, eh? Let's gonna charge it. Oh, something that charges, that's pretty interesting. Oops, sir. So, instead of pumping up the sprayer, he's using a compressor. All right, walk us through this, okay. So. Hold on, hold on, you're moving too fast. <laughs> oh my goodness. So walk us through how this works again. You take it, you connect to the air compressor, till the safety release valve pop up. Okay? And you've seen us use the IK sprayers in our videos before, and you've seen me pump it up. So this is an amazing improvement. The other thing is the Foam Pro 12. Now, the Foam Pro 12, it's been in the industry for three or four years now. Yeah. And they have something else added to it, a battery pack and its own compressor. What? Yes. So you have a lithium battery. You can double check the level of charge. You have about 70 minutes of proper foam, 
takes like uh, 10 minutes to empty the tank. Yes. And you can see. It maintains constant the pressure at 30 PSI. And when it loses the pressure, the compressor will automatically start up. You see? And lots and lots and lots of foam. This is incredible. There's no more pumping. No more pumping anymore. We're making Americans lazy. Yeah. But if you want to, you still can give it a pump if your battery happens to run low during, during the day. And still you can connect the air compressor if you want. So you have three possibilities, three, three alternatives. You can pump it up manually, you can connect the air compressor, or you can use the battery power compressor. Excellent. Well, these products are all made in Spain. Made in Spain, 100%. And, yep. And not only do they serve the detailing industry, they serve any industry that needs a sprayer. So, uh, you know, the chemical industry, the farming industry, et cetera, et cetera, you're there. That's right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ivan. Have a great day. Thank you. Well, I'm impressed. Yeah. Thank you. The grand tour of SEMA's West Hall continues with Mr. Ivan LaCroix. Uh, those foamers were cool. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know, it's really fun. Foaming is fun. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll do that, but it's also an efficient use of product in a lot of cases. Can we talk about how our all-purpose cleaner, All Clean, available on DIYDetail.com, is available by the gallon now in concentrate form, so you could very efficiently foam that as a pre-spray on rims and tires, and you know we have the ready-to-use bottle in 16 ounces, but yeah. in a gallon form, it would just be money, that sweet spot, uh, in terms of foaming. Exactly. You can really adjust the uh, the use of the product as you want it. And you know, now we're getting a little later in the day, so there's a lot more people here. We're actually bumping into people going down the, the aisle. We're well, approaching the Rupes booth. We can hear the machine working now. Let's go, uh, let's go check out the new hotness, the new cool tool. Yeah. The three inch Rupes cordless polisher. And Ivan, have you used this yet? No, I haven't. Put some polish on that bad boy. So 18 volts. Now, when I have my shops, I use the air-powered one a lot. And that, was a, that is an amazing tool if you've got an air compressor. But, yeah, but now we have the battery-powered version. So a 12-millimeter stroke. And you'll notice this just happens to be the same front end as my car. Same color oh, the and red Fiat. Yeah. There's no coincidences here. Let's get Jason Brennan over here. Good morning. Actually, really nice ergonomics on this. So, Jason's been in the industry, you know, a, a day or two, I think. Uh, a couple. Yeah, let me uh, get put a mic on you here, sir. There you go. So, tell us about the new tool, Jason. Okay, so this is our new cordless uh, 75 Mini. Uh, you may be familiar with our corded version we've had out for many, many years. Yeah. So, this is an evolution into the cordless market for a three-inch polisher. Um, and as I just mentioned, very, very ergonomic. Uh, we kind of look at that and go, what are, what are we looking at yeah. here? But it gives you many different options of holding the tool. Some people would like to, you know, one-hand the tool. Um, if you're used to your bigger polishers and you like to palm the head of the tool, 
You also have that option. Very lightweight, very balanced, and if you notice, the body of the tool angles upwards to keep you from hitting other parts of the, the vehicle, panels, trim, bumpers. What, uh, sorry, say that again. So the body uh, of it angles upwards. What yep. do you mean? So a lot of a lot of the polishers on the market are kind of a 90-degree angle, so it has a very low uh, overhang, which often will hit mirrors or the side of the body, a bumper. This is angled up to give you that additional clearance that most small polishers don't have. Show me an example where that's healthy versus a flat. Okay, so um, it's kind of hard maybe without having that configuration in front of you, but typically Let's the body would Let's say there's a mirror angle. here. Right. So, yeah, so if it were a low-slung low body, we're going to end up hitting here which limits your access into the panel. Now that we're up high, we can get right up into that. Very cool. And again, very ergonomic, very balanced tool. Uh, kits come with two batteries, one charger, uh, about 35 to 45 minutes of runtime, and about 30, 35 on a recharge. So you'll constantly be able to cycle and not have any downtime without power. Yeah. And the five speed as well. Yes. Yep, speed dial and trigger actuator. And when is this being, when is it available to the public? Actually available now. Oh, excellent. Yes, uh, our distributors were able to do pre-orders for this to be able to launch on the first day of SEMA, so they are out there in distribution right now. Excellent. Yep. And uh, suggested retail price? Uh, runs about 405, 49, right okay. in that neighborhood. That's for the base kit with yeah. uh, two batteries and a charger. We also have the larger and the sustainer kit. If uh, your customers are familiar with the nano kits, yeah. so it's available in that configuration as well. Okay. Uh, one thing I'd also like to add, there will be an AC adapter for this here. So this is not only cordless, but it will be able to plug into a wall. Um, not available just yet, but coming very soon as a follow-up accessory for this component. Excellent. Well, yep. thanks a lot, Jason. You got it. Thank you, sir. See you around. Thanks for stopping by. Jason, do you think we could snag that microphone from you, sir? Uh, absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I saw this tool earlier this week, and I fell in love with it. And what's cool is everyone who I've talked to unequivocally says they absolutely adore this tool. So I love the LHR75E, their three-inch corded polisher. So yeah, we have that one just if somebody wants to see that. Yeah, the difference. Yeah. So let's talk about actually, because I'm a I'm a fanboy on this is my favorite Rupes tool ever. Like I absolutely love it. I get the finished results that I want. I get control. It's like I actually asked earlier in my career, I was like, why do I love this so much? And somebody was like, imagine tr like a giant you know, big hammer versus a scalpel. Right. So when you're looking for, I want complete control. I love the idea of the scalpel. It's got a ton of torque. I don't even know what torque means. I feel like it's aggressive enough for me to get what I need. So compare the two tools. So in that regard, as far as power, this actually does have a little bit more torque, surprisingly for a cordless tool. Oh, this is this is heavy. It feels funky. Yeah, this is a conventional style tool. Uh, this, is, this style has been around in Europe for a very long time. Um, it's still a great tool. Um, but we need, wanted to give you the cordless option. We also, in the 3-inch, have a pneumatic version, which happens to be my favorite tool in our entire line. I don't think I've ever used the pneumatic. Can I? Sure, sure. A, all right, is there, is there a polish on here? Let's put a little. Um, what do people seem most excited at the booth this year about? Uh, this tool right here. Yeah. Yep, 100%. How do you feel about it? I love it. I love it. Yeah. And again, I'm partial to this tool because I have a lot of use behind that. Just a little uh, bit? Yep. Very, very powerful tool. Whoa. And then does it go up on speed too? Yeah, so this would be your speed adjustment here. Uh, under pressure, you would have to let off the trigger to adjust it. Okay. Because it's under air pressure while you're using oh, it. And then how do you know it just will tell you? Okay. 
This is pretty fancy. You need a compressor. How how much compressor? What kind of compressor? So it, it is an air hog in that regard. So if you had a small pancake compressor, that's not going to do it. Um, 11, about 11, 12 CFM at 90 psi. This thing's awesome, man. At 15 millimeter orbit on that tool. On this? Yes. All right. I just had to nerd out on. Thank you, man. We're <laughs> we're live on our uh, on our YouTube channel, so. Yeah. That is incredible. So, I'm going to get both of these. Many options in a three inch. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Jason. I'm going to grab the mic from you. How are you feeling after this long week? I'm a little tired, but that was to be expected. Yeah. 100%. One thing that, thanks very much. You One thing it? that you'll realize is um, with SEMA, there's a lot of talking. So nearly everybody has a, a horse or sore throat yeah. by the end, of the, on the end of the week. You know what I haven't just said behind the scenes? He gave me the the producer wrap for my broadcasting yeah. day. So we have some wrap it up. We have someone to go meet, unfortunately. So uh, thanks for joining us. You know, actually on the camera, I was just saying that we had one person, but we had up to forty people cool. at some point. Uh, your comments, we'll get to them uh, probably by the end of the day. So thanks a lot, and please, you know, don't forget to subscribe for more content like this. Gallons available on DIYDetail.com. Free shipping over forty nine dollars. We will get back to the comments soon and back to regular social media posting after SEMA is over. Thanks, guys. Thanks.